Dan, it's just us two, man. I have a reservation for two. Huh? <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, though, man? Uh, yeah. How's it feel to be the only person that has been on every episode <laughs> of the Brunch Breakdown? How's it feel? Yeah, um, it feels kind of good. I guess I'm wondering if like, I should cash in on a week off or something like that, if I yeah. should just voluntarily take like maybe i i earn a week off but i i hate missing it i know when you guys have to miss a week it's not usually because of choice it's because of conflict but you know i try to be a stable voice that may not be the listener's choice to be the one that's always here but at least i'm always here and so i'm gonna try to keep that streak going as long as i can no the people love you dan and that's why you're, <laughs> you're not allowed to miss like now it's at the point where like you can't miss you know, because yeah. a couple of weeks ago it was like, all right, we had the option of doing me and Chris on Monday or you. I was like, no, like Dan moved his whole schedule around for the brunch breakdown. So right. like we have to do it on Wednesdays. <laughs> and if it's just Dan, it's just Dan. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm glad to be the the stable force. I'll, I'll try to be here as as long as I can moving forward, even though I get called out for some of my my comments that make no sense but uh, yeah as chris responded in a text message we were with you know the only the, the best hitters only hit 30 percent. you know so every once in a while when i say something weird it's you just gotta let those ones go and wait for those banana comments and that's how we get the shirts made so just ride the journey with us people <laughs> well dan the actual question to start this podcast off is um graduations have been going on and people are graduating like all this month or in June, you know, people are getting ready to go to college. And I thought, what advice would you give to the class of 2021? Oh, damn. Wow. That's a great question. Um, we're actually going to a graduate. It's ironic. We're actually going to a high school graduation party for my fiance's cousin this weekend. So very, very fitting. Wow. What would I tell them? Uh, if you're going into college, if you're graduating from high school and going into college, let loose, baby, let loose. Don't hold back. Like I did for, for half of the time there. It's, it's, it's not worth those decisions. Let loose, go crazy. Whatever made you, you decide you're never going to finish with. And you, that won't eventually be your career. There's very few people that do that. Uh, Didi, you just probably happen to be one of them. So uh, you can provide some different advice on that. But, and if you're graduating college and you're coming out into the real world, ooh, good luck. <laughs> good luck uh, and live your life. If you're in your 20s, try not to say no. Try not to say no. You'll, you'll want to, but this actually kind of ties into my off your chest segment, ironically, but get out there, say yes, do things. We've all experienced what the past year did to us when everything was taken away. Now you're having, you're getting, getting it back. Oh yeah. So go out there and do it because life will take over one day and you don't get that back. That's just how it is. <laughs> and, and you got to ride with it. That is very true. Um, the class of 2021, I would like to say to you, break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend right now. <laughs> do it. Especially, I mean, especially. If you were in high school, dump them. It yeah. is over. And it's not even like ugly. It's like literally look at each other and say, do you want to get married? No, we don't want to get married. Shake hands. 
and say it was a good run. Whether you met, whether you started dating your junior year, maybe your freshman year, maybe you started dating in the eighth grade. Shake hands and say we had a good run. Thanks for the memories. Because there's no need to go into your freshman year or to that first year in the workforce where you're like unclear about if you want to be with this guy or this girl or not. Whenever the whole, when you're just going through this new step, new people, you know, you don't need that. Most people do not. I know one couple who got married out of high school. One. You know how many people I know who date? (laughs) (laughs) I know one couple who have made it through. One. Don't do it. Don't do it. Shake hands. Give the salute and just move on. That's wonderful advice because no matter how good it's going at that time and as good as it feels, it's just not going to make it through that and you're not going to go the distance. You're really not. The odds nope. are against you. Play the Powerball instead, something like that. That's <laughs> You're doing everybody a favor with that advice there. That's I wish I would have known that going in because Same. I would have saved myself a lot of trouble <laughs> and a lot of time. So yes, yep. amen to that advice. Great Absolutely. One. Same. All right, well, let's get the brush breakdown started. What's up? It's Didi out here in uh, Las Vegas in a hotel room Ooh, right now. Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> and uh, it's Dan in Pittsburgh. Chris is uh, um, actually Chris uh, got canceled this week because he told people not to drink alcohol and a lot of people didn't like that. So he, we told him to take the week off of the brunch breakdown because it's just a little too hot out there for him. Hopefully he'll be back next week if the public allows. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm hoping maybe the heat just got to him. He hasn't been around people a whole lot yeah. that lately. I really wanted to go after him and, and really call him out for that. We have a podcast every week where we do a bruise day t- segment and he's telling people to avoid alcohol. Yeah. No, no, won't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Not going to happen. Find other ways. People find other ways. You can listen to his advice. Smart guy. When it comes to that stuff, skip that lesson. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, today on the show, we've got a lot to uh, we got a lot to get to uh, without Chris today because, yes, he's canceled. I, I, I'm sorry, Chris. And uh, uh, we got the Flintstones house, which there's a Flintstones house. And we are going to talk about that. And it's being it's safe. If you know about this, you're going to think this is great. Also, uh, Pitbull is in NASCAR and he now has he's now have a big foot in NASCAR and we're going to talk about that as well and Vin Diesel wants a fast and furious musical so we're going to have some fun with that and talk about movies that need musicals or would be awful musicals brunch court and we got some more but Dan ah, let's get it started the way we always do with Bruce Day and I I apologize Dan uh I'm in the middle of working so I can't participate in Bruce Day but but I did get something to participate. Yeah, a little, little sweet tea. <laughs> little sweet tea, gold peak, freshly brewed. I haven't had sweet tea in a minute. And so I had to go grab some so I could be a part of Bruise Day because it's freshly brewed iced tea. Had to get it done. So sweet tea. You are in Vegas for work, but you're also in Vegas. And I so am. the fact that we're doing a Bruise Day segment and you're not bringing a beer or alcohol to the table is a little stunning, but completely understandable based I, on why you're there. Can I tell you something that's interesting about like, I haven't been to Vegas in three years. So it's funny how things like flip in Vegas out of like based on trends. There are so many craft brewery places when you're walking through 
the like malls and stuff now, which just did not exist three years ago. But of course, no. you know, with the trends, it's like now it's like, you know, you've got a tap room here. You've got this place is called blah, 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 tap. This is that. Yeah. So it's interesting, like the, the the flip on like the craft brew places or, you know, because these are because these places were like, obviously existed. They were there before with another name. And now it's like the whole craft brew situation. So it's uh, in other words, it's time to get back to Vegas. Damn. <laughs> I was going to say that's incredibly frustrating and yeah. <laughs> I need to switch places with you right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Been a minute since, since I've been out there as yeah. well. So it's sounds like it's, it, it, I'm ready for it. Sounds yes. like I'm ready for it. Absolutely. Uh, for Brews day this week, I've got something from Cinderland's uh, brewing company uh, out of Pittsburgh. And they're one of my favorites, favorite locally, uh, craft brewers and i've got uh one of their tart shakes this week Ooh. and yeah and it's that's a wonderful wonderful series and this is the apricots in current space tart shake apricots in current space tart shake so we've got apricot puree in here black uh current puree in here and madagascar vanilla beans with some milk sugar as well. This series is oh, wonderful. Nice. Sick can art yeah. for these. Uh, this one in particular, it's it's everything that I just explained. You get the apricot flavor. Uh, the there is like a that slight berry flavor from the black currants in there as well. Super creamy, perfectly blended with the vanilla, the Madagascar vanilla beans. The milk sugar kind of brings it all together. These things are incredible because if you like sours, it's somewhat sour, somewhat tart, kind of a mild blend there because when you add in that vanilla and that milk sugar, it really balances it out to be a absolutely wonderful and delicious treat. Um, again, this whole series is great. Low ABV on this bad boy too. They, they stamp these things under the can. 5-4. Dangerous dangerous for summer summer sipping <laughs> something like this so shouts to cinderlands the tart shake series one of my favorites sipping on this today nice nice i love that can that is like oh yeah stellar can art yeah that's a it's a keeper their merch is fantastic too all good stuff it's funny you mentioned sweet tea i notice a lot of craft breweries mm, let me rephrase that a lot of places are adding in they're kind of going after tea and not necessarily in the hard tea sense, twisted tea, things like that. There are seltzers that are doing the like Arnold Palmer's lemonade yeah. and tea. Uh, there's a brewery local to Pittsburgh called abjuration that is coming out with a sour next week. That is peach tea and lemonade. Um, so whether it's seltzer, craft beer, sour, whatever, like a lot of people are trying to bring tea into the game because, that seltzer market is crazy and you know, twisted tea, no one's really gone after twisted tea. So it's time somebody takes down twisted tea and does it better. I think. Yeah. And I think it can be done better, you know? Um, cause I saw like, cause basically all of like the main players in seltzers, they all have teas now. So they yeah. all are figuring out this whole tea thing, but yeah. Um, the seltzer thing is interesting. Cause it's like every, I feel like every brewery that like I know of in Los Angeles is now like have been introducing their own seltzer over the past, like, you know, basically the past month or so they're all 
throwing their seltzers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's jumping in. Yeah. Like you, like you said, some the major, the major players, Bud Light has seltzers and tea oh, seltzers yeah. and, and hard teas and things like that. And, you know, I was at a, a, a cookout slash dog birthday party over the weekend. No big deal. And there was a lot of trial and error going around on that type of stuff. So <laughs> there's still a lot of debate on who does it well, which yeah. flavors are the best. And I will sit there with my tart shakes and my stouts and whatever it may be all summer long and just let this play out. Yeah, smart. Because honestly, when a seltzer is bad, it doesn't, it's not fun. Like you can't, it's not fun to force it. It's a big it miss down. usually, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun to force those down. Tell you that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, uh, happy Bruce Day. Happy Bruce Day. Yeah, enjoy. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Speaking yeah. of Bruce Day, though, real quick. Okay. Since we're on the topic, we went over this last week. Oh, uh, good yeah, friend of the again. podcast. <laughs> good friend of the podcast. Good friends of ours. Uh, the legend over at the Legend Status Podcast. You can find him at Legend Status Pod. Every epi- new episodes every Tuesday. Basically everywhere you can find us, you can find him. Um, was trying to get us to to join in for a what he's calling a Midsummer's Brew collaboration where the four of us if we could ever get the three of us back together (laughs) the four of us together uh for a special episode a collaboration episode to talk all things all things beer first half of the year uh we'll talk beer best beers that we've had beers of the season favorite breweries things like that and you know we were a little i don't want to say cold to the idea but maybe lukewarm not quite you know things that we do not quite our wheelhouse yeah. not sure if we want to not sure if we're ready for a collaboration at this point uh he caught us out again this week if you heard episode 22 of or 21 excuse me of his uh, he really wants it and his listeners want it pretty badly i don't know if that helps i don't know if that sways it i know chris was rather uncertain and we can't we can't vote we can't accept on Chris's behalf here. So I feel like we're kind of stuck and we can't really do anything about this. Yeah. You know, I got to talk to Chris about it. And uh, I, Chris is not really drinking anymore. So I'm not really <laughs> sure if this is something that we're going to be able to do. You know, I feel like Chris is going to come back to the table next week and say, I, 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 I'm not a part of the whole bruise day. Like I don't, I'm not a part of it anymore. So I, I don't know. Unclear. We're going to have to figure this out. So. We'll have to wait a little longer. Yeah, Chris promoting don't, not drinking alcohol, and you know he went through the light beer phases earlier this year. That would have to yeah. be a part of it. Do we really want to do that? Do we really want to? I don't know. I don't know. So the legend to all his listeners and himself, we'll get back to you. We'll get yeah. back to you. Leave a leave a message with the secretary, and we'll call you back. Yeah, Chris is going to be bringing O'Doul's. Is that fun? Is that his midsummer pick? You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we really want that Corona zero or whatever it is. Right. 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 Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Dan, tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah. Well, you're not listening to the legend status podcast. Come listen to the brunch breakdown. (laughs) We're of course available everywhere, everywhere that you can find podcasts, your favorite podcast, your least favorite podcast, whatever it may be. We are there, including Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, new episodes coming your way every Thursday. I want to keep reminding everybody, go ahead, hit subscribe wherever that is 
that you find the podcast, hit subscribe so that those episodes come to your mobile device, tablet, computer, wherever you can find us. First thing, Thursday morning, they're there ready for you. No need to wait for us to release the, the links to the episode. Just do yourself a favor, hit subscribe, find us there. And of course, we've got the full video episodes. You can see our beautiful faces. You can see the amazing hotel room Didi is coming to us from <laughs> in Las Vegas today. Uh, through the video episodes. Those are, of course, available on our YouTube and our Facebook pages, premiering at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, also every Thursday and available on demand. Anytime you want to watch them, they are there for you. And, of course, we are everywhere, everywhere that social media exists. You can find us there at Brunch Breakdown. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, our good friends. And, of course, we're TikToking with the best of them. So, Find us everywhere. Love it. Love it. I have an idea for TikTok. We'll talk about it next week. I have an okay. idea. I have an idea for TikTok, Nick. We'll talk like about it. that next week. Like All right, it. boys. Well, it's time to get into Get It Off Our Chests. And uh, Dan, you get us started. Get it off your chest. What is going on in the mind of Dan? Canop. <laughs> well, I, I, I hinted at this a little bit earlier. And, you know, things have started to open back up in the world and being able to go places and do things again. Um, and I've found it difficult to jump back into that lifestyle <laughs> as quickly as I wanted to. <laughs> and so really this is more of a, Hey, I need advice from anybody segment, getting it off my chest and also looking for advice on how to adjust because I'm very social my fiance and I are very social weekends are usually booked Friday to Sunday. We've got things to do during the week concerts during the week. Obviously we couldn't do that for a long, long time. Everybody became homebodies. It's really all you could do. And I worried about how that adjustment was going to be, but I thought, hell nah, adrenaline's (laughs) going to be pumping. I'm going to be ready to go. And so that's what we've been doing. We've been going places, doing things, going to small events, things like that. Not quite back to concerts yet. That that'll be happening soon as well. But Didi, for the first time in like a really long time, I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm tired, and not just normal tired, like extra tired that I haven't felt in a really long time. The combination of getting up earlier for work now that I'm back in the office. Um, you know, I'm going to bed a little earlier. But I'm waking up an hour and a half earlier. I'm still getting my eight. I want Chris okay. to know that. I know he's all about getting the eight hours in. I got my eight hours in. Right. It's just not, you know, nine and a half, <laughs> which is what it was, which was great. I always felt so rested every single day because I could sleep, boom, wake up and be working five minutes. Well, that on top of, hey, let's go do things for the first time in a long time not even just going out to eat, but let's go hang out here. Let's do this. Ooh, at the end of days and even struggling to get through the weekend, sometimes it hit me like 10 o'clock and I'd be like, all right, so let's, uh, let's go turn on the house hunters and get in bed. I am ready. I'm going to need some energy for Sunday if we're going to do anything. Um, so looking for help, looking for advice, trying to jump back into the pool, maybe did it a little too quickly, but can you blame us? We were, we were handcuffed for so long, not being able to do anything still young, still want to get out there. So anybody out there, D 
DD, you, who any, any listeners, let me know at Steel City Dan 22 and at Brunch Breakdown. What can I do? Don't tell me coffee, things like that. We've got to find better ways because I'm going to keep drinking beer and keep losing sleep over all of it. So I, I think you got to get back in shape. You gotta, <laughs> I think we all, as a, you know, as a, you know, as a collective people, we always got to get back in shape. Yeah. Like I'm not used to doing things yet. So like, I get what you're saying. It's like this, that, cause like we just, I just left town. So like I am, so while everybody's doing certain things and I went to a comedy club actually outside outdoor comedy club night before came here and it was, it was different. I was also like, wow, I should have drank coffee before I came here. I was like tired, <laughs> you know, but that was like my first like outing. Like it was me and friend Austin, Johnny, and a couple other people. And it was, it was nice, but it was also like, man, it's, it's 930. <laughs> I was like, oh, good Lord. I was like, these comics and, and some of them were not good, by the way. It was like an open ooh. mic night situation. People were working on their material and ooh, we saw some yeah. people bomb. Oh, that's bomb. brutal. That makes it worse. Yeah. We saw some people bomb, which I like to watch people bomb because it makes me, it reminds me that I could never, ever in life be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> and it's like because there are days where i'm like you know like i don't know that thing i just said in my head was pretty great or i'll be in my car i'm like oh, that's pretty good i should i should try it people tell me to try it and then mm-hmm. i go see a comedian bomb and i'm like nope <laughs> nope because when you bomb and other things that i do most of the time it's never seen so like that's the yeah but yeah 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 we also we got to get in shape dan you just got to get in shape you got to keep going to events keep going and, you know, later and later, you'll be all right. That's, I, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, we got to keep pushing and get through it because, yeah, it's been, it's now we're only a couple of weeks in. So <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the best. I know there's a new, uh, speaking of seltzers, an energy drink seltzer out there now that has, uh, I don't have the, I don't, I can't remember exactly what it is, maybe between 60 and 80 milligrams of caffeine. So not like a full cup of coffee having it. You're not going Red Bull crazy, but that's an alternative that I tried and it worked. That worked. I don't want to do that every day. I don't want to do that three days a week, but trying to get out there, trying to get back to normal, but it's, it's taking a little longer, shaking off the rust. I, I expected adrenaline to keep me through, but you know, it only gets me till about 10 o'clock and it's like, yeah, we're not used to this. So <laughs> time to get back out. How does Shaden feel? Is she is she like ah oh, God? Got to take my old man home, or how's how's she? Um, feel? a little bit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But she also she's also working from home, so she's getting that extra hour of sleep no. that I'm not getting. Um, if I had that, if I was working from home five days a week, I don't think we're having this conversation. But so I think that's a a little bonus for her, and she's got the younger blood that helps in there as well so yeah there was it literally happened last night she's like yep gotta take the old guy home he's tired here we are middle of the week so oh damn yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we are oh i love it i love it oh you're gonna be falling asleep at your wedding shame you're gonna be partying <laughs> love it all right i gotta get this off my chest i saw this tweet yesterday that had like 80 5,000 likes on it, uh, but thousands of tweets, all this stuff. I saw this, some dude, VH1 something. Anyways, if 
it says, if you're single with no kids, go outside, enjoy life, eat what you want, buy shoes, go on vacation, take full advantage. All these retweets, people that I know were retweeting this, like, oh man, like this is so true. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like you can do all these things if you're married with kids, like unless you're married to somebody you hate. Like I, like, I don't, I started to think a lot of people are married are in bad marriages because I just can't relate to a lot of this stuff. But anyways, <laughs> like <laughs> you can go outside, you can enjoy life. Uh, I have no issues buying shoes. Neither does my wife. Like, <laughs> like, I love going on vacation with them. I wish I was on vacation with them right now. Um, you can enjoy life and take advantage. Here's what you can't do when you're married with kids. Watch a movie. <laughs> like, that's what you can't do. Like all these shows that everyone talks about that they like, they dive into and they binge watch like Mayor of Town and all these other shows people talk about. They're like, oh, have you seen them? No, I haven't seen them, but I know everything going on HGTV. You know why? Because I can just turn it on and it's on. Like, I know everything that goes on in Shark Tank because I don't have to watch it. I don't have to go and run and get a child to do that. Like, those are the things that you can't do whenever you're when you're married with kids is that. Or those things that you're just like, like, I, I don't know when the next time, like, me and my wife are going to go to the movies. Like, right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's stuff like that. But, like these vacations like do you hate your family like I don't I, I love going on vacation with my family I don't know it's it's very weird the things that people think about when they're like oh this is what marriage and kids is like you don't do anything you don't enjoy your life anymore and I'm like and as I get older I just want to tell people I'm like marry the right people and then you won't have to be in these situations marry like you know what I'm saying like if you mm -hmm. like going to concerts marry the person who likes going to concerts like <laughs> if you marry a person who doesn't like going to concerts yes that will stop like right <laughs> so I, yeah it's uh i just saw that and just saw it was super viral yesterday and was like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen like you can do all this like i promise i promise you decide to get married and have kids like i promise like you can enjoy your life you can still buy shit like i promise like you don't walk in the footlocker and they say oh wedding ring yeah <laughs> you better get out of here man <laughs> like <laughs> thank I you get that off my chest yeah thank you for that perspective uh naturally i can't quite relate to that level but i always find it fascinating the differences in marriages where there are people that continue to live their lives and do things and don't let kids be like well we can't do anything now <laughs> Like obviously finances change and yeah, you're going to get me more tired. I just complained about being tired. Now <laughs> find ways to suck it up. Like I'm trying to do, you got to get, you got to stay in shape. That's the key there. You have to stay in shape. You can't just, oh, well, we're screwed. We can never go out again. <laughs> there are ways, there are ways, there are absolutely ways. And I'm glad you're the example of that because if I say it, it's kind of weird, but the fact that you could say it and you're living proof yeah. of that yeah those statements are way too generic to be like enjoy it because you'll never enjoy it again you'll never be able to buy shoes like okay come on never be able to go on vacation like come on maybe you're not going to put in may but like you can still go on vacation and exactly. enjoy your like so. sorry if, if if that means you can't go to cancun in march or april like i'm so, like no you can't do that that's you can't do that Right. But Jesus, man, I just swear there's so many people that just like glom on that stuff. And I just am like, it's, I promise you, like you can enjoy life, but it all has to do with you finding the right person. But like, if you don't, 
you don't marry the right person, then your life's going to suck. Then neither of you are doing anything that you want. And that's the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> I love well, that. I love that. Dude, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for perspectives. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's. Get, well, they got that off our chest. Now let's get into the main course. Uh, Fast and the Furious, Fast 9. <laughs> just did insane numbers and all movie theaters aren't even at full capacity yet and uh it's made it made over 70 million dollars in the u.s this past weekend and it's not even we're not even in the holiday weekend yet it's already made like 450 million worldwide um yeah it's I, it's killing me that I haven't seen it yet, but I've been very busy. But as soon as I can, I'm going. I was going to say, I know you've got to be, I, you probably haven't been able to, but you got to be dying. As to see. Soon that's, as I, that's your jam. As soon as I can. <laughs> Best superhero movie franchise ever. And I, God, I, wow. I can't wait. Um, but anyways, Vin Diesel, while on, you know, this run of Fast and Furious Press says that he is dying to do a Fast and Furious <laughs> musical. Dan, as uh, the more musical one in the, on this podcast, <laughs> how do you feel about a Fast and the Furious musical? Because it's if he wants to do it, it's happening. So, like, know that in five years, there will be a Fast and Furious musical. I mean, if Feel Like I Do is part of the overture, then I'm all I'm here for it. <laughs> then I'm here for it. <laughs> um. I honestly couldn't believe when you sent this to us that this wasn't fake. I, I, that it just this has to be fake. There's no way. But he literally did say that. He literally yeah. said he's dying to dying. do a Fast and the Furious musical. <sighs> boy, oh boy, it's gonna be a tough sell. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough sell. I think I don't know how you make that work. Like fake driving cars on stage will never work. I mean, musically, like, like I said, a little feel like I do, a little more Vin Diesel jams. Okay. But boy, I had to be sold. I have to be sold on this idea a little bit harder to make me think that this could actually work. It's just going to make this series seem so soft. Okay. Don't you think? Okay. I have, uh, I think this is a awful idea, but <laughs> Tyrese is in Fast and Furious. Ludacris is in Fast and Furious. Bow Wow is in Fast and the Furious. And Ja Rule was in the first Fast and the Furious, and he's just one call away. He's one call away. <laughs> one call away. True. Vin Diesel, he's put out music. And I'm telling you, I'm starting to think this might be the worst idea, but maybe not the worst idea ever. Now, now you're starting to convince me a little bit more with this See? now that, yeah, it's, if, if we go, if we kind of go the direction of, and I hate to use this term because everybody talks about it, but if we go the Hamilton direction here, then in, in play in using those players that yeah. you just mentioned, that could fit, that oh, could man. fit where this is a new age musical. We're not bringing in, uh, you know, these choirs and, and doing things like that, where it's where it would really, it would defame the franchise forever. And we don't want that. So, okay. All right. If, if, if we get all that together, if we get that group together, we've got the right producers. Oh, you got to sell me on this story and how they're going to do the driving on stage where it's not just like the front of the car. And then like the, you know, the background is just moving and spinning and they're just like there. That's what's going to be tough 
for me. It's like, uh, you know, it, like it's like the Lion King musical where you have to try to look up <laughs> at the costume instead of the person. Yes. They're painted and it's like, I have to suppose I wait, I'm look at this is a hard sell. It works for that. So maybe, maybe <laughs> Fast and the Furious has a chance. Maybe. I didn't think about the whole like plot. I was thinking about the music. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want because all I'm thinking about is like driving and like you know like when you your music your high school every high school does like a musical and I'm just thinking of like when there's car scenes and like whatever they're doing like Grease or something. Yeah, you're like, oh no, and I'm just thinking about. That. Yeah, that's a tough one to pull off on stage. All of the driving. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is so bad. But if this is what like ends the Fast and Furious, let's say they do these next two because there's like they're already signed on to do like you know 10, 11. Oh and if God. the 12th movie is the musical and it goes to the whole thing, maybe Charlie Puth writes it. <laughs> you lost me now. Now you lost me. <laughs> You threw down Charlie Poop's name. I mean, now, yeah, if it's an if it's a if it's a movie musical, it's much more doable. Just never bring it to stage. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know that. That's just so weird. Because it you, is, it's a weird idea. Because if you go through the whole, if you just like try to make a story that's like the whole franchise or like the most important parts of the franchise, right? Like, see you again is in there. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah, there, you have one. You have one song that will certainly work. I mean, oh man, get Lin Manuel on the phone. This—it's it, not like the Fast and Furious doesn't have enough money to just get anybody they want. So just like, it's true. Figure it out. That's true. I'm—I've talked myself into this. I know you're starting to. I can't believe I'm starting to get warmed up to this idea that there's there's more potential than I thought because it just seems terrible, but. You peel back that onion a little bit more, mm-hmm. and you think, okay, maybe uh-huh. Vin Diesel's on to something. Uh-huh. I had no, never thought I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's your line of the week. There's your T-shirt. Maybe Vin <laughs> Diesel's on to something. Well, Dan, well, we brought this topic up because we, I mean, of course, wanted to talk about uh, Fast and Furious musical. But what other musicals do you think would be good ideas or awful ideas? Uh, <laughs> I think there's a couple of good ideas out there probably not as many but like i think you could pull off a titanic musical i think you could do it there's enough music in that get a little dramatic but i think you could pull off make that a little bit more of a something to get behind i think you could pull off a titanic musical i think it'd be done on stage um yeah i think that's one that comes to mind where you could you could make it work i think it could work oh a titan i i don't Ooh. okay <laughs> i mean hey let's make it fun one thing titanic is not as fun right no right you have a little singing scenes and mm-hmm. numbers to go from scene to scene get jack in there it i think yeah. it could happen i mean like when you hit the iceberg you don't exactly you know throw down a chorus line and say we're going down 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 like <laughs> that it probably not that scene but <laughs> other things around it when jack's like holding on all you know I'll never let go, Jack. I mean, that's your, that's your, there's a song oh, right there. I'll never let go, Jack. That would be sweet. That actually would make Titanic better if they were singing to each other at the end. Right. That old, the old woman is just, she's like the, the hidden star. She's the star, but she's just like, 
is in and out. She's telling her story and she'll just be there and be singing her piece along. And I think there's potential there. I think there's potential. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, Home Alone. Ooh, I think, damn. How did I think of that? I think a Home Alone musical could work really, really well, especially, and I think about especially Home Alone 2. I think Home Alone 2 mm-hmm. works very well as a musical because there's so many other people in Home Alone 2 that are right. actually like memorable because Kevin's basically alone and then there's this, you know, the wet bandits at that time. But like New York, you've got Pigeon Lady, you know, <laughs> you've got the dudes at the hotel. Like you've got so many people who all have their moment. You've got the dude who owns right. the toy shop. Like you have so many different people. Yeah, Mr. Duncan, you've got so many people. <laughs> Donald Trump, you've got so many people <laughs> <laughs> that you could right. Throw- you can throw in there and like give them their moments to shine and they all have their own you know things going on i think you could make a really hey it could be awful but i think you could make a fun home alone musical like i think you could do it like i don't think they need to reboot home alone i think they need to make a home alone musical and like you know how big of a home alone fan i am and i'm i'm kind of mad i didn't think of this that's absolutely genius yeah absolutely genius yeah yeah. That would definitely work. I love that. I'm, I'm getting tickets. Yeah. Whenever that, like, because <laughs> whenever was, that's made. Yeah, because I was just thinking of movies and stuff like classic movies or whatever, and it's just like Home Alone. And then I honestly looked up to see if Home Alone the musical had happened. It hasn't. So just yeah, you know, because I was like that. Just I don't know. Home Alone two just seems like the perfect. You could you could make that happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, I have one other good one before we get to some bad ones. All right. First of all, La La Land is not a stage musical. It is not. It is not. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Now yeah. they did the movie, but get the stage musical going. Here's one that I think you're going to enjoy. Now you have to think outside of the box a little bit here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> a little outside of the box, maybe a little bit more in that Hamilton realm again. That's really where I'm trying to get here. Maybe a new age, a new age musical. But- the best one I could come up with, Eight Mile. Oh, man. <laughs> Eight Mile Musical. I'm already there. I bought tickets already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for opening night. I remortgaged my house. I'm there. Like, I'm done. Like, I'll be an investor. I am already in. <laughs> I am so in. Right? That's the one. You already have enough music in there, and you could certainly add to it. You get Eminem involved. I am telling you. That is the one. That's, it's a no-brainer. Oh man, I can't believe I didn't think of that one. That's a good one. Like I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, yes. <laughs> give me that. Give me that one. Oh my gosh. Uh, my <laughs> my second good one is uh, a, a friend, a, a friend of the show, friend of the show, Die Hard. <laughs> give the people what they want. Die Hard the musical. I don't even know how you make that even close to work, but the movie doesn't make sense to, to me. So why right. not just make a musical that makes no sense? Because why not Bruce Willis singing about, he's singing to his bloody foot. Maybe you make this <laughs> musical like, um, like that one Rock of Ages, you know, they just do a bunch yeah. of cover songs and they make a story. And I think that's what you do with Die Hard. You use a bunch of songs from the 80s and you tie it into Die Hard. And I think... <laughs> 
and I, I, I just think you have a musical that makes no sense, but I think it's going to be a crowd pleaser because for whatever reason, people love that movie. That's and true. You make it a musical with songs from the 80s. Instead of uh, Grinch the musical and the Trans-Siberian Orchestra coming around every Christmas, it'll be Die Hard the musical and people will still love it and make it a Christmas tradition. They, they think it's a Christmas movie and all that crap. So, just think, I, I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Dude, just think if like when Bruce Willis's foot's bloody and he's singing like, I don't know, Purple Rain to his foot. I love it. I, I, I love it. I am. Yeah. I'm down for it. Uh, you have any other good ones? No. <laughs> there aren't many. There aren't but many. I, think and I don't even good... know if the, good, the ones I said are good are good. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I've got some that would be terrible ideas. Okay, go for it. Um, in that same category, Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> A little too much, you know, blood, death, gunshots going on in there i don't i don't as as enjoyable as that movie was to watch for the first time last month i don't think it'd make a great musical oh my god (laughs) good fellas i I just it would be groundbreaking it would (laughs) could get a whole new audience maybe to look at it you know oh man um have i ever told you that i really hate all the disney musicals no i'm not a fan i just don't think they've they, they figure it out and so i'm like i don't know if this has already happened but it shouldn't um finding nemo no oh gosh i don't know You're if that's right. happened or not but like finding nemo that whole thing what trying to f- see things that, underwater no no right no i'm glad you said that um that's interesting i yeah i'm kind of surprised it that may have happened i'm not honestly not sure i've, Maybe I've done did. no research on this but um, that just sounds like the worst speaking of disney i kind of almost have a disney category here oh okay of things that would be a a dumb idea (laughs) um now one isn't necessarily disney it's part of the family now but star wars don't do it i know people are obsessed with it and they love it and you could probably sell whatever the hell you're selling star wars the musical just don't do that just don't do that please um that's one Close to where we're coming from with Fast and the Furious, the movie, Cars. Cars, the musical. Don't (laughs) need that. Couldn't pull it off. It wouldn't work like The Lion King. It'd be terrible. We don't need Uh great Disney movies turning into musicals. Uh, The last one I have that I almost, I had in the category of good, and then I moved it to bad. Um, Maybe a not so popular Disney movie that people may be familiar with, but the garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon, bad idea. Don't do that musical. <laughs> Again, started off as a good idea. Then I thought about it and I thought, no, no, that's the Disney idea is it's, it's, it's a select few. The- <laughs> Tony Danza. Now he's in it now. Now you've got me on board. Tony Danza starring back in it again, but I don't Great know movie. if any decom, any Disney channel, original movie should be a musical. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Even High School Musical is like, does that right. really need to put that on stage? Even though like every high school right. in the world is like doing that or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Um, 
yeah, I don't know if we need to put that on stage. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's that's a bad one. The last one, the last one that uh, that I had, uh, it goes around a couple of things you were talking about, but like any of the Marvel movies, like we don't need a Marvel yes. musical universe, Thank even you. though it just feels like it, just kind of with the trends you see in you know what's going on and how they're getting people into the seats. I'm like, you tried that with the Spider Man thing, and that failed miserably. Mm-hmm. please don't i don't want to see anyone flying through the air trying to save things like i don't need a wakanda battle scene on stage <laughs> with music i don't need any of that stuff so um yeah we don't need a marvel musical music like that would just be the worst the i'm worst. so glad yeah i'm yeah. so glad you said that terrible idea terrible. it's an easy money grab don't easy do it. money grab and it's probably gonna happen it's probably gonna happen unfortunately there will be ant-man is. the musical guaranteed <laughs> like <'cause, Yeah. laughs> i swear i don't know where they're where they're finding all these comic book people like <laughs> i swear some of these characters don't exist i don't know right who, like listen my dad was really into comic books so like by turning he tried to get me into comic books so like i know a lot of the characters i'm not like into it but i was like who are these people <laughs> every day it's like disney plus new show uh joe schmo the superhero whatever they're like he was in a comic yeah. book in the 50s i'm like what <laughs> like what no he made an appearance in like one <laughs> batman comic and you can't just make a make a movie out of it now yeah like get out of here it's ridiculous just make a whole story about him so i yeah yeah those musicals do you have any more uh (laughs) yeah just a few more to wrap up anything like a horror movie related like jaws (laughs) texas chainsaw massacre uh saw i don't think those are great make great musicals at all uh and the last one i have is is, uh a quiet place uh simply there's not enough to fill there (laughs) hold on a quiet place be an awkward musical quiet (laughs) yeah be an awkward musical so the quiet place no let that one go too (laughs) I don't a quiet place the a quiet place the musical. It's just funny to say. Right. <laughs> like it would just be the orchestra. It would just be the orchestra playing and whispers on stage every once in a while, and it'd be interesting. I don't know. <laughs> think just think about the reviews though. The reviews would be like, oh, it was so beautiful how you could tell music was happening, but they couldn't. and people would go over the top trying to figure out what they were trying to do and it's like no like this is the dumbest shit i've ever seen you didn't need to hear the lyrics because you could just feel them (laughs) or there weren't any what do you mean (laughs) it was just so deep you could feel the music on their faces (laughs) but you heard nothing right (laughs) a quiet place quiet place musical bad idea Bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Oh, man. Uh, if you have any bad or good musical ideas, let us know at the Brunch Breakdown, and uh, we will talk about them next yes. week. Because I'm sure Chris will have some opinions on this as well. For sure. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's get into uh, our next topic. Uh, Dan, let's talk about this Flintstones house that is now safe. Go for it. So this is the most, like, incredible... It is. S- ...incredible story. Um, there's uh, a woman who... <laughs> Made this Flintstone. Ca- she's in California, yes. right? Trying to figure out where uh, Hillsboro, California, and it is a full scale. It's basically a full scale replica yes. of uh, the Flintstones. Uh, the Flintstones house. She has 
huge dinosaurs in the backyard. It's brightly painted round house with red and purple. And it's got Fred out um, front. <laughs> yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> like she went all in. It's not like an accident that this house looks like this. All in. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so there was a lawsuit brought against her back in 2019 uh, from local officials that said she was uh, violating codes and she countersued and she won. <laughs> she won the right to have the statues outside of her home along with everything else, Fred and Bam Bam and everybody else there. Um, and she was also awarded $125,000, <laughs> which is going to, probably cover for at least one more dinosaur uh, oh, installation yeah. there. But uh, she bought the place back in 2017 for $2.8 million and turned it into the Flintstones house. But now it is safe and going nowhere. She won via counter lawsuit. I mean, how amazing is this? So uh, this is just, uh, I, this is shocking that she won, right? This seems like one of those things where no way she wins this. Yeah. There's dinosaurs out there. I'm sure there's a code that it covers, but she won. Yeah. I, I would not want this house in my neighborhood. <laughs> so I understand everybody who was like, I, this house needs to go. But yeah, uh, shouts to her, man. You know, you, you love the Flintstones. Everybody has their thing. Um, <laughs> very weird. Uh, to yeah, this lady is has there a lot anything of money that too. you is is there anything that you love that much Oof. that you would turn it into your home, your life? We we've covered a similar topic last year with you know best TV show homes that we want to live in. We talked about yeah. Full House, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but outside of that realm. Anything in general that you love that much or even from the fiction fantasy world Oof. where you would not live in the actual one, but a replica that you'd have yeah. to make. Like like the Jetsons could be cool, okay. I guess. That's sort okay. of in that same family if you have all the, that technology. Although I don't know how relevant that te technology is anymore. Yeah, that's you might need some issue. upgrades. Yeah. Still. But um, uh that's a that's a serious amount of money to dedicate to something that you live in every day for the Flintstones. So you wouldn't want this in the neighborhood. Would you live in this house? No, because <laughs> it's it. I guess it'd be cool to like vacation at that house. Maybe yeah, it needs to be an Airbnb. That's what yeah, it needs to be. Yeah, it's like when we talked about the blockbuster thing, right? Right, right. Like yeah, that'd be cool to do for like twelve hours. <laughs> but like i don't know if i want to do a whole vacation in there mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know a, a replica that you care that much about ah uh, it would have to be it would have to be like a, like one of the original cars from like if i built one of the cars from like the fast and the furious or something like from like the first one and mm -hmm. i was like yeah you're not taking this away from me I don't care. It's got NOS in it. Everyone's like, that's illegal. You can't drive it on the road, sir. Like, nope, I'm suing. <laughs> uh, like, I think that would be maybe one of them, but it would have to be something like that. It would have to just be something yeah. like so crazy that like, they were like, this is literally not street legal or I don't know, like one of those flying hoverboards or something like that or hovercrafts that they're like, you can't just fly around town, sir. You can't do that. 
Right. But I don't know if I would feel this strongly about like a house like that. Yeah. A house is a, that's a, that's a big choice, a big investment. Yeah. You're right. I don't know if I could go full on house with something like that. Like the, DeLorean from Back to the Future, one of your favorite movies of all time. But still, but that's one of those <laughs> things, though. It's like, like I don't like, uh, uh, I think Knight Rider's stupid. But if you have the car, <laughs> that's cool. Fight for that car. Right. You know, right. with the DeLorean, too, it's like that. It's, you know, I, I get that. I would understand if someone was like, yeah, that you can't drive that car around here. Like, we're going to sue you to get yeah. it off the road. I would get someone fighting for that. <laughs> I'm fascinated with what the inside of this house looks like. You think it's it's modernized and look like a regular house, just the outside is just this cartoon figure, or do you think there's just cement floors, cement walls, like full on she took it, it over the over the top? If you have Fred Flintstone, literally a replica of Fred Flintstone outside your door, the inside's not normal. It's just not. <laughs> the inside's not normal. That's true. Yeah, yeah. whatever that animal that dinosaur animal rug that they have in there, that's gotta uh-huh. be in there too. Right. Yeah. Everything. It's yeah it's such a weird story it is it's yeah with a lady who has a lot of money a lot of money by the way um, a lot of money because legal fees on this case had to be stupid too and just man wow yeah it's <laughs> yeah 2.8 million dollars that she uh bought it for it is we'll put the picture up on our yeah our, our twitter and our instagram it's just million. the most wild looking house um <laughs> but you know doesn't violate any somehow that doesn't violate codes is it blows my mind like i have hoa problems about i can't have a damn grill out on my deck but this lady can live with the flintstones house like seriously oh. i'm kind of mad at her <laughs> <laughs> i was feeling good for her now i'm kind of mad at her <laughs> oh man 2.8 million for that wow Hey man, everyone's got their thing. Everyone's I got their they thing. Do. <laughs> My God. All right. Well, uh, let's get into brunch court. Dan, I know we got a bunch of stuff to get to, uh, and I don't want to go too far over today. So let's jump into to brunch court. Uh, what do we got on the menu today? Yeah, there we got a couple of wild things on on the menu uh this week. And the first thing that we're starting off with yes. is from Pringles. And it's a new, this have already hit shelves. So people may have seen this already. Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles available now, um, including target, the major retailers. I'm a big fan of, I I don't, I'm not a huge fast food guy really anymore, but Mm -hmm. I do know that the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is one of the, it's in the hall of fame category for fast food. Right. Oh yeah. This and I, you know, I just watched a show on Pringles and how they create it, and it's kind of weird. But what are your first? What are your? It's actually like six, only sixty percent of potato chip. But oh. first, yeah, first thoughts on Wendy spicy chicken Pringles. We're gonna get back to this Pringles thing real quick. Sorry, <laughs> how do they make Pringles? Uh, yeah, it's like potato flakes and cornstarch and all these other things. They instead of using like a potato chip as a slice of a potato, mm-hmm. they mash all these ingredients up which is how they're able to get them to be all symmetrical identical kind of unbreakable but yeah they can't they actually lost a lawsuit big potato chip went after them years ago 
the people at Lay's and Frito were all a part of it. And they went after them and they said, you can't call these potato chips because they're not technically by definition, a potato chip because it's pieces of potato flake and that they manipulate it. And so they had to stop doing that, but they're like, fine, we'll go by Pringles. That's who we are anyways. That's the story. Big, it's true. Big true potato chip. <laughs> Love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> big potato chip. Wow. You know, you're in trouble when big potato chip comes after you. That's right. All right. Well, back into brunch court, spicy chicken Pringles, Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles. I'm all for this. I love yeah. this. This sounds amazing. Like this sounds like just a different variation of like a barbecue Pringle. Yeah, I did. I did see when researching this, somebody that actually had had it and they said it delivers on the spicy and it has a hint of the chicken flavor. Uh, but naturally, you're not going to replicate the exact flavor no. of the chicken sandwich. So based on that definition, you'd be happy with it. Oh, yeah. If you get a little chicken flavor in there. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. Just figure out whatever you put in there that makes it taste like taste a little like chicken. I'm in. Right. Right. Yeah. These I might mean, also be good with nachos. Ooh. You ooh. put some buffalo chicken dip with these. Okay. Okay, we go. have a game that's a serious game changer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for this. I, I like Pringles. I do. Again, not a huge... I don't buy a ton of potato chips, but can't go wrong with Pringles. And yeah, this seems like it would be weird, but I, this is a great collab. Great yeah. collaboration between Wendy's and Pringles. I got to... I'm telling... Real quick... I'll I'll get these. I will find these and buy these. I've been yes. trying to find these damn mystery pop tarts for weeks, and I can't find them. Oh, what the hell! So, if anybody in Western Pennsylvania <laughs> has found them, please let me know where, or send me some because yeah. I can't find them, and we want to do the live on air taste tests. Yes. And that's one that we know has been out there. And I I literally look in the grocery store every week, and every grocery store I go into, I look, can't find them drugstores, anything. So just put the alert out for that. But yeah, maybe I'll get the Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles and we can we can add that as as part of the taste test as well. Cause I think I think they'd be good. I think, I think they'd, they'd be, be good, good too. Yeah. Okay. So two two thumbs up there. Two thumbs up. Not guilty. It's a good it's a good one. Next one up is a category we've covered before, but just coming from a different company. So for that reason alone we have to cover it. We've got the we've covered the frozen alcoholic icicles as they're being called and now the good people at Natural Light have revealed the Natterdays frozen icicles in lemonade and pink lemonade, strawberry lemonade flavor. Uh, oh I'm sorry, it's strawberry lemonade and pineapple lemonade. So it's not even regular lemonade. I guess that's how they're taking a uh, a different approach to it. Here's the big, here's the big thing about this, right? Cause we've, we've uh -huh. covered a couple of these. Yeah. The ABV on the other ones was 5%. Truly Bud Light, whatever it was 5%. Yeah. These song bitches, that ABV is coming in at 8%. Oh. So oh. we've got a significant amount more alcohol in these icicles. However, that's why they have to do it because it's natty light. It's literally natty ice. It's literally that. Um, first thoughts, natural light frozen, natter days, frozen icicles. First thought, natter days, 
brilliant. Good job, guys. <laughs> Great job. Whoever whoever hit the button, we're like Natterdays. Like whoever stood up and said that, like shouts to you in that meeting. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's Natty. Natty light anything? No. But as we talked to the class of 2021 at the beginning of this podcast, this is the reason why you need to break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Because if you're going to be having these in college, like everybody has Natty Light in college, these are going to be all over. This sponsors freshman move-in weekend. So parents, get ready for that. Just letting you know right now. This is the sponsor. Natterdays is the sponsor for freshman move-in weekend. So get ready for that. Because this is... Ooh, yeah, the, I, I mean, people, wow. I hope these are going to be very widely available because every college student of age is going to love this thing. This is, I mean, it's not good for me, but I'm not going against it because this is good for someone else. Great for someone else. Right, right. That's perfectly said i'm certainly not <laughs> picking these up especially no. after some of the other ones that we've we've covered in yeah. brunch court over the past couple of weeks but this is not for our demographic it's for the exact one that you said especially as summer is winding down moving into the dorms if you're going to college in the southeast or southwest of this country <laughs> that lasts much longer and you most certainly should be breaking up with your boyfriend or girlfriend if you go to specific ones, specific colleges and universities in those areas. Oh my God. Uh, you but go yeah, to that Arizona is Arizona State. Arizona State, you I think that's a requirement on the application. Are what you, you single? Doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like, stop it. Like, why are you like break up the boy and girl? It does not matter. Just whoever you're with, break it's over. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but the natter days, frozen icicles. <laughs> I guess we got to let this go just based on who it's for, not us, but certainly. I, and I love the move at going 8% ABV. I love being aggressive with it. Won't be on my shelf or freezer this, no. this summer, but I got to tip my hat and say, this is, this is a good idea. Yeah. And also you're, I have a feeling you're going to end up trying one of these though. Wonder why? Because yes, tailgating is back. Tailgating is back. This is going to be big tailgating people are going to be bringing this around. Someone's going to have some of these for tailgating. Like this is going to be big when it comes to tailgating um, in the early parts of the summer, like in the what, late August or whatever, when season starts. It's, mm -hmm. It I, is hard for me to disagree with that because somebody showed up too. We were at a, we were tailgating for a concert and somebody showed up with the pink lemonade natty light. Oh, a friend of ours showed up with one. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, you need to try it. It's good. And I didn't, uh, I think, I think Shannon did. And she said it actually wasn't that bad. So based on that, you're right. It'll probably show up at a tailgate, especially though. Some of the ones that we do where we get the whole big, uh, yeah. pit crew together and pit Twitter is, is around and that's a lot of college students and they will certainly have those with them uh -huh. as well. So yeah. hard to argue that they won't make an appearance and I won't happen to grab one. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next one. All right, the last one that we have here for today is probably the most fascinating. Um, <laughs> Bubblegum M&Ms. Now, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people just heard what I said and were a little bit stunned there. I will say this is exclusively in Australia. Okay. So 
U.S. listeners, you're not getting your hands <laughs> on them, luckily. Um, but they are bubblegum flavored M&Ms inspired by Hubba Bubba, um, apparently available right now in Australia, hitting shelves there. It's in a bright pink bag. These are not fake. These are not fake at all. Um, I have no further description on where that bubblegum flavor is coming from because there still appears to be based on the bag. It's st- it still appears to be chocolate. Um, so it might be bubblegum flavored chocolate somehow. Uh, we haven't had one like this in a while. So Didi, I got to know, what are you thinking? This is simple for me. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, the fact that M&Ms haven't done this before is shocking. Um, right. Because there's kind of bubblegum flavored everything. And I am just not a fan of bubblegum flavored things. Like I remember my worst days as a dentist as a kid when they would be like, oh, we only have bubblegum flavor. I'm like, oh. like I just hate bubblegum flavored everything. Like it's just gross. And bubblegum flavored chocolate? Nah, I love M&M's and I love what you stand for, guys. But this is a big no for me. Yeah, this is a huge no. Yeah. I'm with you on the bubblegum flavored stuff. I, I can't really do it. It's pretty disgusting. And I think Australia is known for having some pretty amazing <laughs> like treats and candies and things like that, snacks. What in the hell are they thinking here? <laughs> how is this good? How how can this be good, Australia? Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Fascinated to hear some some reviews of this product. Kind of yeah. glad we can't get it because it sounds <laughs> utterly disgusting. Big time guilty. Lock them up. Lock them up for a long time. Put them in there with Bill Cosby where he belongs. And lock both of them up for the rest of their lives. But, you know, M&M's, I give you credit for trying some stuff. They've got some cool stuff coming out this winter. I did get a sneak preview of that. I did get a sneak preview of that. In fact, okay, I tell you, I can uh, see you're me. interested. Tell me I now. Can see, I can Please. see you're interested. Tell me now. I mean, <laughs> um, new white chocolate pretzel snowballs out for the 2021 winter holiday season. So the pretzel... M&Ms are some of the best M&Ms out there. If you've ever yes, had them. very good. Yeah, sometimes hard to find. So for this year, they're going to go white chocolate around it. You're going to call them snowballs. So there's your little preview for your... The, the holiday candy is starting to... the What the products are are going to start to be revealed. And we're going to have a, a blast with that. I'm glad bubblegum M&M is, isn't going to be one of them in the United States. But the white chocolate pretzel ones, that's where you, you kind of cancel out the bad ideas. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh I'm all in for that one. Um have you had the coffee M&Ms? No. Oh. I've been meaning to though. I heard it was gr- I heard the coffee really ones good. are phenomenal. Like really phenomenal. Ooh. You get your hands on some cuz you can't cuz I don't know if they're hard to find or it's just that like the, you know, you just got to go to certain places. Maybe they're not at Target. Maybe they're only at Walmart or maybe they're only at certain stores or whatever. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. But like, man, I, they're good. Get your hands on some of those. Wow. Yeah. And I, cause I love like chocolate covered 
coffee beans and espresso beans and stuff like that. So I would imagine that's kind of in a, a similar wheelhouse. So I, I gotta, yeah, I remember those coming out and having to get my hands on them. So I'll keep my eyes op- open for that. Um, so that's all for brunch court this week. We do have a pretty special one next, next week. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to wait for Chris because I know he was fascinated by that, by this idea, but it's a, it's a bruise day brunch court you know, inner episode collaboration for brunch court. Um, so sneak preview, just a little tease. If we can get the, the band back together next week, <laughs> we've got a, a collaboration of brunch court and Bruce okay. day all in one next week. A, a, a special, a special one that we've got ready for. Everybody. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I think you'll oh, like it. God love brunch court. This was a good one this week. I loved it. Um, Dan, let's get into what we are listening two and uh i'm gonna get it started because i have a lot because i haven't done this in so long so <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a big playlist for, for me for this it. week um payday i talked about payday maybe a month or so ago i am obsessed with this girl i she's i just think what she's doing is just like super good and forward thinking and um she's got a song called uh the f word fuck and um yeah. there's an explanation point where the you should be and it is a great song and it kind of just shows her versatility where she does these like silly rapping things because she's young and it's cool but then like she has this voice that's like really interesting and this song kind of shows all of that and when she puts all of this together it's like like this girl's gonna blow up in one way or another if they put this if somebody puts all this stuff she's doing together so um check out that song by payday it's uh pretty amazing nice very cool looking yeah. forward to to listening to that uh, first one for me is going to be from meet me at the altar uh, uh new song called feel a thing yeah these badass chicks uh have been on the playlist a few times before and they really continue to grow and progress what is becoming the pop punk scene in a variety of different flavors and sounds really. And they've got that original sound to it, but it is just so refreshing to hear how they do it. And it's great and feel a thing, their newest single. It's one of my favorites they've ever released. Um, it's off their upcoming EP that's due out August 13th. So uh, it, it's fantastic for fans of old school pop punk and kind of the new age stuff that Travis Barker is doing with literally anybody that's breathing on the planet uh it's all great stuff so meet me at the altar feel a thing oh that song dude that song oh god from the way that it starts and then when it comes in so hard i was not ready for it dude. right (laughs) oh god that song that's like one of my favorite songs of the year i love that song so much man and i'm like if this because i like them before of course but it's like if this is where you guys are going right come yeah. on yeah and their it's ep comes out sometime like not far away i don't know if it's august 13th this month. Oh, august okay next august month. 13th yep all right sweet good. yeah yeah really good um a friend of the show marion hill new song out oh yeah. that's my type featuring young baby tate and it is if you like marion hill and you like their production and kind of like the 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 looping that they do with their production and stuff like that this is it's all there and uh, an awesome verse by young baby Tate, who's kind of like blowing up right now. And it's just really good. 
I I was because I hadn't really enjoyed too much of what Marion Hill had been putting out uh, in the last like year or so. But like maybe that was just all COVID stuff and they were bored. I don't know. But this song is like, all right, we're back. Big fan. Yeah, it was my type. It was great to have them back because I was the same way. It was like, what happened here? Yeah. Uh, with what they were putting out, but this is—I was like, okay, this is this is serious. This is good. We need more of this. Glad to hear that from them. Uh, next one up for me is one of Chris Gates's favorite bands of all time, Milky Chance. <laughs> uh, it's very untrue. He hates the name. He hates how the guys look. He calls them dirt bags, but they've cleaned it up a little bit. Shaved, got a haircut. The boys at Milky Chance, uh, they released a new single called Colorado. Uh, you know, they're more of the jammy type of music. It's it's upbeat. It's uh, their first single out in a in a while. So the chorus, the, the idea of Colorado is the chorus goes, I get high like Colorado <laughs> because, of course, so it works, works for them. You've, 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 you've heard Stolen Dance from them or Cocoon, one of their bigger hits. Uh, they've got that unique vocal style which is completely unmistakable for anybody else uh, this is a great windows down car jam for the summer oh. uh, it, it really is and i didn't realize that until i was doing it i'm like this is this is amazing for this moment right here so colorado from milky chance love it love it uh going to go uh with migos because i haven't been able to talk about migos right. uh, i've been gone since they put their album out and uh yeah uh mahomes off the migos album which is there's too many songs but that's streaming whatever it annoys me but in the back half of this album there's a song called mahomes and it is so good it i mean so good and it sucks that it's on the back half of this album because it's very front loaded. There's a lot of really good stuff in the front. And then it kind of dies out in the middle because there's too many songs. And then there's Mahomes. And I think it's like song 16. It's freaking incredible. It's my favorite song on the album. So check that out. Migos, Mahomes. Nice. Now I know nice. you've been waiting to talk yes. about that. <laughs> talk about that for a while. Killing me. Killing me. For sure. For sure. Uh, next one I have is from uh, one of my favorite bands, Bastille. They released a single first time in a while we've been able to hear from those guys. Uh, it's called distorted light beam kind of has a futuristic upbeat vibe going into it. And then the, the bridge, the first time I heard the bridge, I'm like, this sounds like Daft Punk and I love it. And it works for this style of this song. It's almost like a tip of the cat to them as they, uh, you know, retired not that long ago, but I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I've always been a huge fan of Bastille um, got to sing along with, uh, with lead singer Dan at a show of theirs in Pittsburgh two years ago when he was rolling through the crowd and decided to hand me the microphone. One of the most amazing moments of my life. No one took a picture of it though. Of all the people that I was there with I'm pretty mad. I was taking a video but naturally the camera, the, you know, the phone went down so I can hear it and I can see like my leg, but all the friends, and now fiance I was there with, no one just happened to grab their phone, which was already in their hands anyways. Anyways, I'm not bitter about that. Love Bastille. Album coming out later this fall, Distorted Light Beam. <laughs> I have never heard you say one bad thing about Shannon until just now. So this is really funny. I've never said it to her, but I was kind of just, because <laughs> I was just so happy and I wanted to be like, wait, you didn't get a photo? You're right behind me and he's right there. I was singing like half the chorus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, uh, I got another one. Uh, Jimmy Allen, uh, country music dance. So I'm sorry, but oh, the streak was over. Come on, I gave us so many I'm for that sorry. damn cookout playlist. But this is a, a great one. Uh, Jimmy Allen just put out the gold edition of his album Betty James, and he's got a song with Breland and uh, this dude named Lathan Warlick, who is who is doing rap in country in a very different way than what it has been done before. And I am interested to see where this guy goes. Um, he's starting to get a little buzz. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, Jimmy Allen, Breland, and Lathan Warlick. And it's more of an R&B song with country guitars in it, to be completely honest with you. Um, so check that out. I, just, I love that song. Somebody. Nice. All right. How many more How many more you got there? I, know you Dude, got I could go this. on and on. I probably shouldn't. Uh, but like... <laughs> Uh, you know, I do want to ask you a question, though. Okay. Do you like this Ed Sheeran song? I'm not sure yet. Okay. I'm honestly... Same. I'm honestly not sure yet. I was I was obviously surprised by it, and I like. I want to like it. I do. I want to give him credit for doing something different, because he didn't have to. No. Because I was... Especially because I was expecting a lot of... I thought, oh, boy, he just had a kid. You know, he's going to be all... He's writing lullabies during the pandemic. He's going to be at home writing lullabies. It's going to be some slow album. And he was like, came out and said, no, I, we only got one slow one really on this album. And we're going to try some different stuff. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So I want to like it. I just don't think I'm there yet. Yeah, I want to like it too. I, but I, it does make me happy that he's doing something different. That makes me, that does make me happy. Cause I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, because Ed is so big, like he's, he's, you know, he's one of the biggest musicians in the world, like right. owns the record for the biggest tour ever and all that stuff. Like he's huge. So it's like, once you get to that point, I want you to do, I want you to like go left turn. You can always go yeah. back to, you know, doing the loop pedal and your guitar and all that shit. But like, it's kind of cool to see him almost, you know, do a weekend impression here. Yeah. With this. <laughs> uh, so like, no, I want to like the song and maybe it'll grow on me a little bit, but um. But yeah, I, I I had to ask you about that because yeah, big release. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying. Nice. All right, well, I got one last one, and this is a a bold statement, but uh, Doja Cat may have put out the best album of 2021 so far. Wow, and it is just really good. I, I not that I don't like Doja Cat, I do. I just wasn't expecting this. Um, check out the song Payday with young thug off of that song and i'll stop now i'll save some for next week i'll stop okay yeah it's a it's a it's a really good album i want to give it another listen through but you know i've been more and more pleasantly surprised with what i hear from from doja cat and yeah yeah the album is really good uh last one that i have i was uh, i didn't know if you were going to go here so i was waiting my girl our girl everybody's girl biba doobie she put out the Our Extended Play EP. Uh, it's phenomenal. Got a couple songs on there, one that had been uh, released before, but He Gets Me So High in Cologne are both super good. <laughs> I don't really understand how she's putting out so much damn music. Yeah. She put out an EP last year, an album earlier this year, and another EP already, and it's all fantastic. And she's so young still, so much longer of a career in store for her. She just announced a tour. Uh, I we, we were supposed to see her twice in 2020 there were supposed to be two opportunities that we were oh, going to see geez. bb doobie live obviously that didn't end up happening luckily she chose pittsburgh as part of the tour so i'm excited to be able to get to see her in uh, december here so very excited for her very excited for that so 
lot of good music yeah. on the playlist this week. Speaking of real quick, the cookout playlist oh, yeah. that we did last week, that's currently, that's a whole separate playlist. It's going to be pinned to the top of our Twitter profile for a while. People are going to be having cookouts naturally with the 4th of July coming up. That's always there to access. It's cookout brunch. If you want to search for it on Spotify, but it's on our Twitter pinned to the top, check that one out. And we'll of course update the sounds of brunch with all of these jams this week. Yes. Yes. And we'll be adding to the cookout playlist, like as the summer goes on. So right. we'll always be going on. So absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We're going to keep, keep that active that. for everybody. Cookouts for cookouts for a long time. We got yes. a long way to go. Yes. Uh, Dan, this was good. This was good. This was great. Yeah. I know. You know, we made it work with the two of us again. Yeah. You know, if I got to be the, um, I'll be the staple and, <laughs> and stick around as long as I can. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun topics, top topics for us to, to cover here today. Yes, absolutely. And Chris will be back next week. We hope as long as he's not spewing his weird, no alcohol logic. We got to, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that guy. Try to let him back in. Yeah. 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 You guys yeah, get his might. head back on straight, get the air conditioning rolling again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the brunch breakdown. We are out. Talk to you next week. <laughs>